the commitment to have four international games, of which two are certainly in London of the four. There's also a, a new project that will begin by 2022, which allows teams to actually commercialise their brands in a market outside of the existing 75-mile radius. Not many people know, but in the States, uh, clubs can only really exploit their commerciality out within that 75-mile radius of their stadium. And we'll be opening up international markets to around six clubs per market. They've obviously got to show a marketing plan that's got to be approved and so on. But all of that says there's a, an interest by these clubs to come internationally. So while at the moment the Jags have this great relationship with their London fans and, and Wembley and so on, and we would hope uh, that that continues so that there are at least four games in London, there's nothing stopping other teams deciding on their own bat that they'll play some home games in London if that's a market that they're targeting or even in Germany. That's Brad Gosper, the head of the NFL for the UK and Europe, confirming this week the news that we've been waiting to hear that football is returning to London. The NFL is coming back to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. we got two games on the 10th and 17th of October, the Jets against the Falcons and the Dolphins against the Jaguars. Incidentally, the Jags not playing at Wembley, but as you are going to hear in this very special episode that there are still hopes that they will return to Wembley at some point. 2022 could be quite the year for football in this country. I was one of just a select few members of the UK media to be given time with Brett Gosper. He was very open and honest in his discussion with us. We talk about the Jags and also future games elsewhere in the UK. And what about that German market? I'm Anthony Woodson and this is the Transatlantic Sports Show. Thank you for downloading and subscribing the Transatlantic Sports Show. You can find us on social media at T-A-S-S underscore UK. I'm on Twitter, Anthony Wooten, that is at A-R Wooten, W-O-O-T-T-O-N. And new listeners, oh my word, thank you so much. There was one night last week where literally hundreds of you had downloaded the show. I know it was a very special episode with our brace of running backs, Austin Eckler and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but whoa. We've never seen numbers like it. Hopefully, those numbers are going to continue. We've had to keep the caliber of guests coming, and he gets no higher than the head of the NFL for the UK and Europe, Brett Gosper. This very special program, I was one of a select few from the UK media to be able to sit down and talk to him, because it's happening. That's right, NFL football is returning to London this October. You know that because you've read the bio and you've downloaded this program. We're going to have two games at Tottenham, the Jets versus the Falcons on the 10th of October, and then the Dolphins versus Jags a week later on the 17th. So that's Zach Wilson, Kyle Pitts, Tua Tungavailoa, and Trevor Lawrence in a fortnight right here in our own backyard. You know, there's not going to be many people who are going to be able to say that they saw Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence in back-to-back games during their rookie campaigns. So just think about how lucky you are to be able to have that coming here. And if you get tickets for those games, how fortunate you're going to be to be able to witness those guys right before your very eyes. So on Wednesday, confirmation of those matchups came down. I don't know about you, but it certainly put a spring in my step as it's it feels like it's a sense of us being able to return back to normality. And shortly after the announcement, I jumped on a Zoom call with Brett and a few of the other guys 
and he was asked straight away whether the games themselves in October this year will have some form of celebration attached to them, given everything that we've gone through over the past, what, 18 months? Yeah, I think it will be. I think people are actually desperate to get back to some normality and excitement, particularly in a stadium. You know, we certainly haven't lost our fans over the period because we've been getting some great metrics across our platforms and viewing figures, obviously, on Sky, Super Bowl, et cetera, with BBC. Um, but, yeah, I think people are really wanting to get into a big full stadium. We're planning for full stadia. Obviously, we need to follow things as we go forward. You don't know what what may happen. Um, you know, we'll follow the regulations and, and the rules as we head towards kickoff. We're five months away, so we can be very optimistic. Conversations that we've had with the government uh, make us optimistic and with the, the, the mayor's office and so on. Um, you know, there does seem to be a gradual returning. You know, we've seen all the, you know, we've got 10,000 in this stadium next week for the Aston Villa final game, then up for 21,000 for the FA Cup. They're saying a minimum of 50% full for the semis and final of the Euros. And there seems to be a kind of desire to be for kickoff in on the 14th of August for the the Premier League to be at full full stadia and maybe even maybe even for the you know the pre-seasons. So that's if things go well. And we've just got to keep monitoring all of that. Two games this year, and then who knows how many more to come, especially when the Jags get their deal with Wembley sorted. Brett was asked about the potential to open up similar deals with teams both here and in Germany. I want to say similar, similar deals that the Jags have with the UK market as it stands right now. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think, you know, apart from the fact there's an extra game, obviously 17th regular season game, the commitment to have four international games, of which two are certainly in London of the four. Um, also, there's also a, a new project that will begin by 2022, which allows teams to actually commercialise their brands in, in, in a market outside of the existing 75-mile radius. Not many people know, but in the States, uh, clubs can only really exploit their commerciality out within that 75-mile radius of their stadium. And we'll be opening up international markets to around six clubs per market. They've obviously got to show a marketing plan. It's got to be approved and so on. But all of that says there's a, an interest by these clubs to come internationally. So while at the moment the Jags have this great relationship with their London fans and, and Wembley and so on, and we would hope uh, that that continues so that there are at least four games in London, there's nothing stopping other teams deciding on their own bat that they'll play some, some home, home games <clears throat> in London if that's a market that they're targeting, or even in Germany. Um you know, volunteering to play extra extra games. Um, as far as Germany's concerned, we're going to look at the, at the viability um, and the attractiveness of playing games, a game a, a, as part of those international series for, for uh, designated games um, over the next period. We'll know a little bit more about that in the coming months. Nothing's been decided. We just have to explore how attractive that is. But at first sight, it's a very attractive proposition. Obviously, as big a market in many ways as the United Kingdom. You've got a 19 million fan base in Germany, 16 million here, and both markets with about 2.8 million avids. And certainly on, you know, all sorts of other criteria, Super Bowl scores, merchandise, all the rest of it, Germany actually um, overtakes uh, the United Kingdom on a number of areas. So it's a, it's, 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 it's a big growing market and still, you know, still growing quite significantly. So what you're hearing is, from next year, teams can effectively choose to play where they want, not just 
in London. So is it possible we could see them playing games in Edinburgh, Manchester, maybe even Dublin? It's certainly possible. Again, I don't know the likelihood of that, but it, but it's certainly possible that that, that, that could happen. Um, you know, London doesn't have a monopoly. <laughs> um, it does currently, I guess, in terms of that's what these, these are very, um, you know, that, to, to have a, a field in a stadium that meets the requirements of an NFL game, there aren't too many in the, in the, in the country that can do that. Um, this happens to be a purpose-built one in, in, in many ways. You know, Tottenham doubles as a real NFL field, which is exciting. The four teams that are coming out here in October have never played here. And the ones that have, say, it's like playing an NFL game in, in, in a top NFL stadium in the States. And, of course, Wembley and even Twickenham um, satisfy those arrangements. In the other parts of, of the country, you'd have to do some meticulous uh, um, investigation to make sure that that was possible for all of the things that are an NFL event, not just, you know, on the field, but around it, um, uh, you know, tailgate, every, everything that's that, that, that's part of, uh, you know, laying on a, a, a show that the NFL lays on. So uh, it, it is very possible though. Thank you. Some owners may have affinities with different regions, as we know, other than London. So they may they may wish to take their teams there. And the Jags, they remain committed to London, but they've temporarily lost their home away from home in Wembley. So why have the NFL bothered with them at all? I mean, all due respect to Jacksonville, but if they've lost their home in Wembley, they can't play there this year. Why are they allowing them to host their games at Tottenham? Why not broaden it out to other potential new teams. It was a bit of a let's walk before we run. Nothing to be read into it either in terms of Wembley or or the Jags. As I say, we're, we're very hopeful that normal service will resume next year with the Jags coming back to, to Wembley and so on. They're in contact with Wembley. Um, you know, they're delighted. At the, the fact is they're one of the home teams here, which allows them to restoke their relationship with their fans. And that's, you know, there's some intent in that, which is good. I think that's all a good sign for the future. Brilliant. Thanks. Hello. Can I just pick up on the Jaguars a little bit there? And can you give us a little more on why it's important to have them as one of the four teams coming over, even though Wembley's not the venue? Well, I think it's the investment they've made in this market with their fan base. They're, they're um, you know, this is sort of their ninth game, I think, uh, in, in, in London and, and so on. I think that investment uh, is something that, that we can also contribute to by ensuring that they're keeping some continuity over this period and being one of the teams. So I think it's good for the NFL. I think it's good for the Jags and um, good, for the, good for the fans, good for the, the fans that they've built here. And, and, you know, we proposed that to them and they, and they were, were, were enthusiastic to accept that. So let's talk some more about the possibility of games going elsewhere in the UK. It's kind of a big deal there. I don't want that to just slip by because Brett was saying in the conversation there that if teams do choose to play where they they want, let's say they want to tap into the UK market, they see that the Jags have got a stronghold on London. Well, what's stopping teams from then going to Manchester or Liverpool? And Brett was asked about the Glazers in particular, and whether they could realistically play one of their Bucks games at Old Trafford. They own it. It's probably above my experience at the moment to be able to answer that question. Um, I don't know quite, I don't quite know where the Indian arm wrestle power of decision-making lies completely 
in the NFL, all I can say is that we'd be very open-minded to any suggestions that that any of our owners would make, and we'd explore the the you know the strengths and weaknesses of it. Um, uh, so, you know, uh, that, that that's all I can say. We're, we're not confronted with that situation, but I think you've got to be open-minded about these things. I think uh, no 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 issue in principle with taking the game around the UK, of course. And if that's something that an owner wanted to do with their home game, you'd have to consider that very seriously. So theoretically, we could have games every week over here if the owners choose to do so. I don't think they will, but they could if they want. And I asked Brett if there's a cap on how many games they would allow. So, no, no, theoretically, there's no cap. I mean, there are other constraining aspects, I imagine, uh, that are around the economics of it all and, you know, leaving your home crowd too often um, and your home community back in the States and so on. But look, in theory, there's there's certainly not a ceiling that we're putting on it. Um, I'd like to see as many games as possible in the UK and and Germany, obviously, and, and eventually you know, France, Spain, and wherever. So uh, so for us, the sky's the limit, but I, I think the owners would see it differently. <laughs> I mean, that's all hypothetical, but exciting times, I think you could say, for football fans once we've sorted out this pandemic, of course. But also an exciting couple of games in October. Let's not forget about that. They're coming, and we've got these great names that are heading our way in just about five months' time. Speaking of those names, and the rookies in particular, Britt was asked if he was actually rubbing his hands with glee as those top draft picks were made and announced on Sky Sports. Exactly. They're, they're, you know, some great names for the fans, some great matchups. Um, around the quarterback area, it's terribly exciting. I think you know the, the the play callers, the playmakers. I mean, I think that you know people they're a promise of a great game of American football. So um, yeah, we're delighted with with the brands that are coming. But those marquee players that are coming with them, you know, number one, number two pick is terrific. Um, Trevor Lawrence will be you know a, a huge curiosity for everyone. He's much touted. Um, he seems pretty calm under all, all the hype. I've seen him in a few interviews and so on, and, and um, kudos to him for that. But uh, the fans will be, I think, very excited to see what you know. So many people are calling a once-in-a-generation player, and it's it's it's, it's a heavy uh, <laughs> it's a heavy label to wear. Really, see how he goes. My thanks to Brett Gosper, who is the new head of the NFL for the UK and Europe, and to NFL UK as well for allowing me to join the conversation with him. Really, really exciting times for football fans in this country and across Europe in general as well. How exciting would it be next year to be able to go over to Germany? Interesting that he said that there's a bigger market actually in Germany for the NFL. I mean, football during Oktoberfest as well. Does it get any better than that? I guess, you know, if you want to plan a trip and places open up once we're all fully vaccinated and we've got this uh, COVID pandemic under control, then why not indeed? Sign me up for some of that. But keep your eye on the potential markets for those NFL teams, the Glazers and the Cronkies. You know, could Stan Cronky say, hey, I want to take my rounds. We've got this extra game, 17 games a year. So every other year when they have that extra home game, would they want to play that? Of course, they've got their new stadium and they want to make money from ticket sales from that. But theoretically, if they wanted to play a game at the Emirates Stadium, then why not? The NFL is all about money at the end of the day. So if the potential markets are there and the Glazers see that they can sell out Old Trafford, I guess you could argue whether they would be able to do that given the circumstances surrounding their ownership of that club. But 
if they wanted to bring Tom Brady to Manchester. Maybe it's his swan song season and he's played at Wembley a couple of times and they want to take him to Old Trafford and they know that they could sell out their capacity crowd there and there's going to be a hunger and a desire for football to be played up in the Northwest. And fans who live up there, I feel you. I've lived up there. I know the effort that it takes to come down to London to watch sporting events. But yeah, could you imagine that? Brett did say, you know, it's all hypothetical, but... London does have the monopoly. Teams are going to be desiring that Tottenham Hotspur Stadium just because of the way that it's built up. And I'm sure the Jags. And we've got good relations on the Transatlantic Sports Show with Jaguars UK as soon as there's news on a deal with Wembley Stadium. And it sounds like things are bubbling away in the background. So by 2022, the Jags... We know that they had planned two games at Wembley Stadium in 2020 before the pandemic struck. Maybe we could see a return to that and actually see those back-to-back games by the Jags at Wembley Stadium in 18 months' time. It's not that long, but we can look forward to the games in London later this year. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Tua Tungabailoa, the whole project that the Dolphins are under, and Carl Pitts, who is arguably the stud of the draft they're all coming over so let's make the most of it and when these guys are over we're going to take you behind the scenes we're going to get interviews with the players we're going to go into the locker rooms we're going to speak to the fans we're going to bring you all the color from those games everything to do with those nfl uk games you can hear right here on the transatlantic sports show we are going to take you there we are going to live it with you we're going to share the stories for you so thanks again for downloading If you haven't hit subscribe, then do that right now. I'll give you a second. So hopefully you like it. Give us five stars and tell your friends about us as well. Coming up soon, we've got a few more NFL guests, a couple of former players heading your way. I won't reveal details of them just yet, so make sure you follow us on Twitter at T-A-S-S underscore UK for details of them. And I think we're due a trip metaphorically speaking, over to Jacksonville just to get the lay of the land, see how they're feeling with Trevor Lawrence as their quarterback and now that they've got news that their Jags are coming over to London for a game in 2021 as well. I mean, they do have an extra home game this year, so effectively they're having a return to eight home games in 2021. Okay, they may have wanted nine, but that's fine. We can have one and they can still have the eight. Until next time, just remind yourself, 2021. The year that football came home.